I think like I've, I've got pretty and pink in my head because I, I heard you guys talking about pink. I don't know if that were something oh, yeah. off of Got a Day Sunday, but I heard pretty and pink. Yes. Too, yeah. yeah. We have a volunteer. You can cut all this out. We have yep. a volunteer who does like um, decorations. We have two, a team of flower ladies, we mm-hmm. call them, do all the decorations. And one of them is an amazing sewer. And she found out that Father Murray hates glittery things Ooh. and shiny things. So she made him a stool of gold lame with jewels. <gasps> Fantastic. And golden Barbie style? Yes, literally. Yes. And so now she's plotting to make a whole set of vestments for him that are sparkly. Yes. yes. And she was like, I just don't know if we can find Rose. I was like, it's pink. Look for pink. It's This is, let's why, why live this charade. Welcome to another episode of MQA Sunday with Stephen and Margot. This week we have a special guest, Jennifer, our Director of Music Ministries, and we are discussing Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. Grab a cup of coffee and a seat around our kitchen table and join the conversation. That'll be great. Hey, listeners, welcome back to MQOA Sunday. Welcome, welcome. We're so thrilled to have you here at our kitchen table, literal kitchen table literally we're sitting around. Table. And yeah. we're absolutely, we're extra thrilled to have oh. Jennifer here with us, Jennifer Emery. Hello, everyone. She's our new director of music, music director. Director of music, as long as you sing it, I, I think we're Oh, that's it. It doesn't okay. matter we'll what understand. the words are. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer's taking the plunge with us. Just come in as part of our staff. We're so thrilled to have you here. I can't thrilled. tell you enough how happy we are. We hope you're happy too. I am happy, and the people have not forgotten how to sing. Like, no, that's great. oh my gosh, that's a miracle. It's been a long time. That's the yeah. first Christmas miracle. <laughs> what? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do we need to know about you? Oh, um, everything music. If it's everything. not real, unless there's a song to go with it. That uh, have you seen that Zoe's extraordinary playlist? Oh my goodness, that's so much cooler. I, I'm like the, yes, the, the worst version of that because most yeah. of the songs are church songs. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have you have. It's music like, Tourette's. I do. I, I really Musical do. Tourette's, and, I, yes. and then echolalia and the whole thing. Okay. Like I, and, and when yeah. I meet people and I listen to them for the first time, I, I try to imagine what it would be like to accompany them on the piano as they speak. Ooh. So that's pretty sad. Oh, uh, but also, it's a, it's a nice in. Okay. Yeah. I like that's to accompany cool. people. And so I'm like accompanying the parish on its return to mm-hmm. its mm-hmm. singing oh. self. Yeah. yeah. I hope. Margaret just got a CAT scan this week, and I was <gasps> hoping for her. Yeah, to have a, I was too, but it didn't happen. It was, to have people's heart songs. To have heart songs like Zoe. Aww. Didn't happen. Well, Yet. there's time. We I should have told that. everyone it did, though, because that would have been <laughs> such a cool way edge. to go into Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could just gaze off into the, right? Oh, Isn't yeah. that what she kind of does? She, she kind of sort makes of faces. faces out. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at making faces. I'm I could be Zoe in the remake. Let's know. do it. Where I'm we got feeling a little bit of Lenten journey there. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. So I that like pretty it. much is like the beginning, middle, and end of me. Is that <laughs> good to know? Yep. Good to know. Thinking about what what the next song is. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you always have a song in your head? Um, currently, I, I just have the sound of Jennifer. Someone's recording you. Oh, well. <laughs> so it's the sound of my own heartbeat. Oh, so okay. Because matter. I always have an earworm. Do always. Or always um, the last team thing I've heard. Fantastic. What is it now? Um, it's the... Um, GBH, 
I was listening to Boston Public Radio, so it's their theme song. Oh, okay. Oh. So it's just a, over, a loop, a loop, a loop, a loop. So even Man. like the back of your head is classy and sophisticated. And right. So yeah, that's, sure. That's let's amazing. go. Let's Bias. call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Balanced. Crazed. No holds barred. And this is our Christmas special. That's right. It's a very special episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking at the the reading, which Father Murray will be using at all our Christmas messes. Which is which the midnight is one, right? The midnight. Nice. Yeah. Although I think now they call it night. the mass at night. Yeah. Ooh, officially. Okay. So, which is why, like in my home parish in, top, in Brunswick, Maine, their midnight mass for a long time was at 10 p.m. Yes. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I wasn't I'm either. Not mad at that at all. I wasn't either. But either way, this is the reading we're going to be looking at. And here's how this works. Jennifer, listeners, old and young, new and veteran. We're going to start with an icebreaker and then we'll read through the gospel once. We'll take just a minute to kind of soak it in, just sort of let God talk to us in that silence. We'll hear it again and then we'll talk about it. That's it. That's all you got to know. All right, so tell us your name. You've already told us your name. You don't have to do that. Uh, your birthday. You don't have to include the year if you don't want to, but mm. you can. And the first thing you do traditionally on Christmas morning. I'll go first. Go. May 30th, 88. Oh, okay. Starting that. Yeah. And uh, wake up. First thing you do on oh, Christmas God. morning. There's nothing. I, <gasps> Literal mente. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. Profound. Thank, Thank you. you. I feel like we know you a little bit better, and that's nice. Yeah. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Um, I, my birthday, Jennifer is yes. my name. My birthday is March 11th, 1974. <gasps> I'm ancient. I'm a girl. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. get, I'm a stand by. <laughs> okay. And what do you do on Christmas morning? The first thing, I, both my husband and I work in churches, so the first thing I do on Christmas morning is panic and think that I, I've, I forgot to program everything. Uh-huh. And somehow if the music isn't right, Jesus, like the groundhog is going to go back into okay. somewhere. That's a very specific we'll panic. Yeah. yeah, it really is. But yeah. every year. Thank you. Thank you, anxiety. Okay. <laughs> That's the beautiful. The gift that keeps on giving. Uh, my birthday is in August. August 18th, 68. So if you're ancient, I'm like prehistoric. And uh, the first thing I do is go to work. We always work on Christmas. So that's fine. People have been asking me lately, what are you doing for Christmas? And I say, working. And they go, "Ah, but really, what are you doing? We're carnies. (laughs) Like literally, that is my Christmas plan. And Easter. Yeah. And Easter. Yeah. But it'll be be great. I love to work on Christmas, actually. it's the best. So... Mm. It's a good thing. I'd rather do that than what? See my family? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> no, we can we can here. But I'm always Sunday. All right. So I'm gonna read the gospel first. We're looking at Luke chapter two. And here we go. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region living in the fields 
and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you who is Messiah and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Take a minute, soak that in. See what God wants you to hear in this. Okay, now before I have you read, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change things up a little bit here. Because one of the things I learned about this week is the lullaby effect. Do you know about the lullaby effect? No. Do you know about it? No. So the lullaby effect is when you hear something over and over and over so often that you stop noticing the weirdness. Right? Huh. So okay. <laughs> like the lullaby people sing to their babies yeah. when the bell like, breaks, the cradle will fall. Yeah. Well, Horrifying. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Right. <laughs> Sweet dreams now. <laughs> exactly. So... Uh, I what I want to do this time through is we're Stephen and I are going to close our eyes and listener close your eyes if you will if you're not driving and see if you can like insert yourself in the story okay so listen to the words but also listen to see if there are other sounds you're hearing what do you smell what do you what is it warm is it cold mm. you know what what does the ground feel like under your feet what do you see and let's try to like really live into this story this time and 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 see see what's there. Okay? So whenever you're ready. All right. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph too went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David, that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have the child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you the good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you who is Messiah and Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You'll find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Beautiful. Oh, gosh, you're good at that, Jen. Oh, I love this. 
You're hired. Oh, you're already hired. (laughs) 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 So tell me, uh, your eyes were open, so you couldn't necessarily do this exercise all the way through, but maybe reading it. What struck you in this reading? Well, what strikes me right now about your question is that 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 kind of processor, that saying the words or singing the song Mm. is the way that I can see what's happening. Yeah. Because I can feel it. I can hear it. It's the language you speak. Yeah. 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 And for me, the, my faith aspect is the thing that makes the equal sign in life. It's, ah. it, uh, um, I don't need to explain what an equal sign is, but, right. but here I see it over and over and over again. I hear mm-hmm. people being enrolled for the purpose of just seeing the groups of people. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not a judgment. It's not a, there, there's no, it, there's just from where did you come? Mm-hmm. Not where are you going? Not what oh. is your basic quality of nature but fr- from where did you come well, what, what is your root line mm. and then a god is born for for all ah. equal sign they is say that very born. specifically yeah. right for you all it, it, over and over again and i wish i'd um i, I wish i'd read penned it but but i did not so yeah. the, so, so the doorway in for the shepherds seems to have been hearing mm. um, this sound and they were mm first programming is fear. Mm. They had an innate fear of the Lord or fear of nature or fear of what could happen out there in the fields. Um, And so the fear was the way in to their hearts. That's that's like the bugle call. Yeah. Nice. So that helps me understand why the Lord would ever want us to be afraid, but Mm. in awe of or, or struck or broken open by. And then they're filled with good news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's such it's a very optimistic hearing of this. I mean, which is good news, right? So mm-hmm. it makes sense. What about, what about you, optimist? Oh, optimist. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Um, so you like the story of Jesus being you're I, officially yeah. you're going on record. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. You know, I it, um when you were doing trying to do the exercise, I was just envisioning the images I saw at on the chosen episode of it, which goes right into the details of all of this. Okay. That was good. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? What were they, what did you see? The, you know, the, um, the city where they were trying to find a a space. There's there's some time there. And then the space where they, um, were cleaning up the barn area and and then, you know, where they're going to put Jesus, where they're going to put Mary Mm -hmm. and, and so I just saw like the struggle, the the, the whole story yeah. outline. It was nice. They did a really great job. There's really some did. debate over a couple of the details <gasps> in this reading. Because <gasps> they're not Mary. Right. <laughs> uh, all the, th- you know, the big stuff okay. is true. But uh, it may have been like a cave he was in. Uh, sure. That word that they used could have been, you know, like a, a stall. Mm. Right. It could have been a barn. It could have been. Yeah some sort of little shelter, hay shelter for for animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the lesson this week, there's two different pictures of nativity scenes. There's one that looks like, it to me it looks like you could pop it open and chocolate would fall out. Like it's that. <laughs> Most things, that's right? true most things, Marco. I, don't I know. wish, I wish yeah. it were. And the other one is uh, the Holy Family sitting in this sort of basement mm. space, right? Yeah. Mary looks tired exhausted and they both look stunned right Open door yeah and there's jesus just being a tiny baby and glowing a bit and i wonder 
you know, which of these pictures is like the one that kind of naturally pops to your head Ooh. when you hear this story? Okay, so again, yeah. I've never answered a question directly. I apologize. That's for that. all right. I'm, I'm struck by the the word a manger, and I've learned recently just that the root of it come. And this I did not check, but yeah. the, from the verb to manja. eat, manja, yeah. So yeah. That mm. um, f- from in one picture, I feast on the loneliness and the mm-hmm. desolation, and the, on the other, I feast on the community. Mm. Oh, see, that's good. She she can get something from both ways. Both, That's yeah. really sweet. Leave it to a yeah. singer. To, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what does that word mean? What right. can I make that word mean? I have a friend who, um, her mom would put out the manger scene every year with like fluffy white cotton in it mm-hmm. and cute little mm-hmm. animals. And she used to, because she's a bit of a devil, she used to put raisins. Yes. And oh, <laughs> a spaghetti smart. nest maybe. Which because, amazing, right? Sure. Because she was like, mom, Droppings. it was a barn. Yeah. There was poop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And her mother would get really mad. But but to me, the story's richer when you think about the grittiness yeah. of it. Yeah. Right? And and to me, what's standing out this time is about those shepherds. Hmm. Like the shepherds. <laughs> you know, here mm-hmm. I'm God, the creator of the universe. I'm gonna manifest myself to my people who I created and who I love. And my form that I will take will be an infant mm-hmm. who can't even hold its head up. Right. And my first guests, my first revelation is going to be two shepherds. Yeah. Right. Living in the fields. Living in the fields. And what I what I think I know about shepherds, just from hearing other things about Old Testament shepherds, right? Shepherds is a, a we talk about God as our shepherd. Jesus is the shepherd. But actually in those times, shepherds were pretty gross. And they were generally the youngest kid in a family mm-hmm. to whom they would not entrust a better job. Oh, okay. Right. So they would send them out with the fields, a very risky job. Mm-hmm. So let's say here's a 15 year old boy who's living in the fields with his sheep. He is smelly. Mm-hmm. He is dirty. He has been and pooping outside like mm-hmm. you know he's who knows what he's eating he's certainly not brushing his teeth I'm assuming right 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 and it, and in the time of this story uh, they weren't even revered by by society mm. they were considered wow. not even like good enough to be witnesses in a trial oh, really wow. yeah okay I did not know that. yeah they were on a list of people who were not allowed to be witnesses. Uh, witnesses okay. that because, cast, that, uh, yeah, yeah, because they were considered to be cheaters. They would graze on other people's lands. Mm. They weren't, you know, the <laughs> the bell of the ball. They weren't the the cherry in the bunch. So these people that God presents Himself to, mm-hmm. God's self to. Well, it's not who we we would cast. Mm. No, and that's why I love about this story. Yeah, and I love the more and more um, videos and, and movies coming out are showing a more dirty, dark mm-hmm. way of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's more realistic Yeah. than, you know, the re- Renaissance version of the manger. Yeah. So, yeah. and if he's, if he's here for all, he's literally here for all, meaning it, the shepherd's going to be on that list. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm for it. I just heard recently about something about the Renaissance art be, being um, 
an evangelization technique from, mm-hmm. by, by the church to make people want, oh, I want to look like that person or mm-hmm. that person oh. looks like a saint. And so, and, and it worked in whatever yeah, way it sure. did. But seeing something mm-hmm. is a cheap way to, yeah. I, I think, to well, get someone to understand. Yeah, sense, mm-hmm. right? We, we trap ourselves in that one dimension. Mm. But anyways. There's that lullaby effect, right? Yeah. Did you notice what was missing in the story from the story you maybe remember? There's no innkeeper. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. There's no riding on a donkey in this version of the story. Mm-hmm. I also like that it says firstborn son to just, yeah. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. yeah. To understand. Yeah. So. What's missing? Meaning there might be more. Maybe. That's what I was thinking. Why start Maybe. numbering? Yeah. So is that, are these, are those details in other gospels? Um, so first of all, the nativity story isn't even in Mark. Oh, okay. We just finished. He skips right over that. He does my husband's Mark. Just get love. to the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm Say cool with. Yeah. Um, I think in Matthew, I, there's no innkeeper anywhere. I know that. Interesting. I know. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. In this, also in this lesson on the online version, there's a link to sort of, it looks like drunk history, you know, <laughs> with like people acting yeah. out lip syncing to kids telling of the nativity story. Aww. And they, it's funny. And oh, it's, that's funny. Yeah, it's really good. And there's definitely an innkeeper there. Like mm. it's a whole conversation that people imagine happened. happened. And maybe that's it did, funny. but yeah. it's not in the scripture. But that's, that's an equal sign in a way that people can identify with that. Right. Um, n- n- no room at the lunch table. Right. Yeah. No chair in. Yep. Uh, musical chairs yeah right they fill in the details which i just think is fascinating that's what chosen does too they they fill in a lot oh my gosh you you can mention chosen one more time in this conversation (laughs) i can't believe you've joined the chosen i just uh, saw it i I just saw that did you i haven't seen any of the others but i only saw one episode Just saying, I just uh, saw it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's really, Gosh. I don't know. Chosen is kind of eating at me lately. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes, because I, you know God what I think is what. Watch it. Oh, I should. I know before I complain, but I'm hearing people cite it as part of the story. It's sort of the backwards uh, version of this. They're like, you know, they oh. had to clean that cave out for, and then they had to decide where to put. Like, okay, sure, but that's mm-hmm. fanfic, is what it is. Yeah. Right. I just worry about the the lines being blurred. As much as I worry about an all-white nativity scene, mm-hmm. I worry Preach. about Chosen yep. kind yep. of taking over the the real story. But that's just me. Don't you hope? A lot of like, people love it. Have hope for humanity that that people will like put their layers of understanding. Like a that's a lot. That's a big ask, like, yeah. Jen. Oh. <laughs> for me, every time I say, and this is like a high a high thought, but yeah. like, just every time I say the words, even to the Kyrie or whatever, like it's mm. new because I'm thinking like what's fresh about these words right mm-hmm. now, aside from the fact that I have to do this as part of my job. But yeah, just so maybe. See, that's that's maybe it's possible. After Christmas, I'll start being more <laughs> whole-minded <laughs> about anything. Here's another like thought. Yeah. Remember we talked about Luke was written to first new Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Gentile Christians. And I wonder there if... There were shepherds among them. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe it was like, yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Like this, I mean, God chose... It's for the shepherds. It's these definitely shepherds, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, it's, if you can believe that these shepherds were the first people to meet Jesus... Mm to meet God's revelation, then it's got to be open for you, right? It's got to be okay it's for you. relevant, it may be. 
Revelant. Revelant. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love your word nerdness. That makes me happy. Uh, one other detail that's debated is this whole census thing. There actually wasn't a census in the year that Luke talks about. Um, there was, oh gosh, let me let me get my notes here. There was a census of Syria, which happened in 6 AD. So after this story. Okay. Or, you know, after the story supposedly happened. Um, so maybe Luke is mixing that up. Hmm. Or maybe this is like a game of telephone, you know? Like, oh, this right. is, hey, I don't know. This is, uh, there's Why not like history there? books like, to check. Like, like everything mm-hmm. else, yeah. This is what I heard happened. Um, and I, to me, oh, you know what? There's also some argument that the actual date of birth for Jesus would be sometime between March and November right. because that's when the shepherds were in their fields. Sure. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. So I guess my big question then is do these facts or, or, or errands er, errors, mm-hmm. do they matter to you oh. in hearing the story? Man. All right. I, I, another thing that I think about all the time is just yeah. how, how time just, I mm. love time, but mm-hmm. time is not, always time <laughs> like it's not, sure. that 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 god's time is layers and layers of events that can happen in you know, mm. state dimensions yeah. Yeah. yeah so these things just like the city of aleppo in syria hundreds of years before christ before zero yeah <laughs> before that or origin point in our right. timeline this city had been created one of the first cities and destroyed and created again and destroyed so Mm. I don't know. I think that it's no mistake that Syria is a... Oh, um, okay. So do you? does it matter to you if the facts are wrong? Yes. It because does. It, we need, uh, yeah, because I'm a factual person. Okay. And if you want... There, there's a lot of doubt on the Bible stories, too. Okay. From people. And, Did you hear that on modern, Chosen? No, I'm just kidding. No, TikTok. <laughs> The other thing exactly. I talk right. about. The other, his other source. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that the, I, I think we have to just, cl- I think we should be pr- clarifying that mm-hmm. we celebrate Christmas on the 25th because it was a pagan holiday and we wanted to have the Christians celebrate a mm-hmm. Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. We don't think that he was born okay. on the 25th kind of thing. Yeah. So I think like the senses and all that would, if it was true, it would kind of ground it more and make it more real mm-hmm. to maybe doubters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and and this is another thing that is true and we need to kind of speak more about, about it is like, it is written by man. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. So some things might be off mm-hmm. because man is not perfect. Right. So. Right. People Just can kinda, only see from from their own perspective and yeah, whatever so in, in a now. It, it all. This is one of the things I love. Nothing has ever happened that didn't happen now, and and now is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It, it's it it happened now, mm-hmm. and oh oh, w- gosh, whatever I mean, it that's takes. Mind yeah. bending. I'm gonna think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I recently in the uh, um, Lord's Prayer in the Our Father, mm-hmm. you know, for the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now, ah. forever. Like mm-hmm. just now, for wherever now is, wow. there is God. Wherever now is, there is Christmas mm. and Easter and all of those things. Like, wow, okay. And if more people understand because of the winter solstice and because of the way the stars look in the sky and what they're doing with their actions mm-hmm. that leads them to think about God. If it's some kind of equal sign that landed us on December 25th, mm-hmm. I'm just cool with it. I dig that. Cool that. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, you're giving me brain tingles. I'm gonna let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll think about this, and then we'll come right quick back. Nap. Okay. Yeah, quick nap, just a recovery. Hey there, Margo here, your pastoral associate, and Stephen Antonio, the director of family engagement. We would like to invite you to join us for Christmas this year. We have an amazing opportunity for uh, the whole parish, the whole community to meet in one space, and that is going to be at our St. James Church, located on Federal Street. We have three masses for the Christmas Eve and day, and it goes like this. Christmas Eve, uh, December 24th, 24th at 4 p.m. in English, and on Christmas Day is 8.30 a.m. in English and 11.30 in Spanish. That's right. If you miss the traditions you used to love about Christmas, getting together with family, pulling out that church dress or whatever, like that from mothballs, your coat, mm. and um, getting together on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. We we got that for you. And we can't wait to see everyone together again for Christmas. So we hope you'll join us. And we are currently in a mask mandate. So we ask everyone above the age of two to wear a mask during our time indoors. Yeah. Um, but it will be beautiful. It'll be filled with smells and bells and beautiful music <laughs> and Uh, So we hope to see you either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Right. Check out our website, mqoa.org slash Christmas. I'm right. Are we back? We are back. We're back. I want to read to you one of the quotes from the lesson this week that is just just sending me. Which you can find on mqoa.org slash beta. That's that's right. He's right about that. Uh, I can't remember who wrote this. Oh, this is um, from the Association of Irish Priests. Oh, you've mentioned them before. Yeah. they're, They're progressive. Yeah. So nice. Controversial. Sweet. (laughs) Not here because no one's ever heard of them here, but I'm going to read you this quote and I think it's beautiful. Ready? He's some father. Oh, something says. It may be that God uses the most unworthy shepherds to prove his point. There are no good reasons why God should have invited shepherds to the birth of Jesus. They are the last group of Jews you would want around at the birth, but precisely because they were not expected precisely because they shouldn't be there, precisely because of their bad reputations, God makes his point. The shepherds come to Jesus because God extended them an invitation they couldn't refuse. The shepherds come not because they were worthy, but because God invited them. That is the way the gospel works. It is only by God's invitation that we have come to Jesus. It is only through the power of God that we are able to believe in Jesus as our Savior and Lord. God has invited each of us to see and believe in Jesus as the Savior of the world and our own Savior, then sends us back home changed people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right? I like it. I dig that. I do too. Who what do you like about it? The word precisely. <laughs> <laughs> True to form. Thank you for being consistent. <laughs> what What do you think? You know, I mean, I like, you know, I, my favorite Jesus is the table flipping Jesus. Right. Yes. And so I think this is God flipping shepherds. Okay. Because he. <laughs> That's such a mental image for me of him flipping shepherds. But go on. Because uh, he, you know, he's supposed to be a king. He's supposed to be coming in royally. Right. And being the Messiah and the Savior and all these mm-hmm. unwanted people are there. Yeah. So oh, I love it. Man. I love really, that. I love it. Yeah. Go ahead, Jen. What do you think? I can see it moving in your head. 
I just want to say, you may want to um, erase this, or, or so, but one of the best novels I've never made it through, kind of like Atlas Shrugged. I just, I mean, oh, yeah. coming clean, I've not made it through. It's okay. You know, I need to try again. All right. The other, for totally different reasons, is a Jose Saramago book, mm-hmm. um, The Gospel According to Jesus Christ. Okay. It's a novel. Okay. Not scriptural, mm-hmm. but it has blown my mind, like blown my mind. Really? Because, or for many, many reasons, but specifically here the um okay the the angel that comes to mary mm-hmm. is actually the devil so it's the devil oh. the, the devil is a shepherd twist the devil needs jesus in this world as much as god needs the world we okay. we, we need that like light in the dark we need that um contrast yeah that's the um what jose saramago talks about then in those missing years that we have in the there, yes yes saramago has jesus out with the shepherd mm-hmm. learning how to tend sheep okay and then he um you know so i'm obviously twisting the time. so it's not the 13 to, but it's the 13 to 33 okay whatever mm-hmm. so you may really want to yeah. get rid of that because no, I, I need to make it through. <laughs> that's fine. But for me, j- just the um, here he's clearly relating the shepherd yeah. to the most undesirable uh, right. nature in all of us. Right. But God's there too. God's, God's yeah. there too. Right. God there uses... is no dark without light. I mean, it's, right. it's all. W- yeah. w- what do we think? It's not. It's not some magical kingdom. It's the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think. Um, I, have you? Ever, I don't know if you've ever read lamb which is the gospel according to jesus's childhood friend biff Ooh, Biff! and that's by this is also a novel but it's a funny version of that and um it it does fill in those missing years sweet where in this story which is comical Mm -hmm. he and biff go off to find the magi to so that jesus can figure out what what is his deal yes oh so they search off Fantastic. into other lands to hunt down these magi and be like, tell me what's happening. What am I doing here? Yeah. It's, what fu- it were true, it's very funny. Monty Python. Uh, yes. Just, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. for the lamb. We're pulling in all sorts of apocryphal sources here. And I layers think, of understanding. Right. I think um, <laughs> it's important to know that we, we're not, um, there is no imprimatur on what we talk about here at MCO Sunday. Mm-hmm. That, and that's not the point. Like right. we just want to talk, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you hear me or Steven or Jennifer say something crazy mm-hmm. or just wrong, that's, we, we confess we okay. will be wrong <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is, who's, I think it may be Nadia Boltz Weber, who's an Episcopalian priest who says, the the sign on her church door says, "Welcome to our church. We will disappoint you." Nice. Which, <laughs> I love. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Love that. that could be our tagline mm-hmm. for MQOA Sunday and and every church. Honestly, why did you include this uh, quote, Margo? Because to me, this shepherds thing is really standing out to me this year. And okay. really, with this sort of like lullaby effect, I've heard the story. I don't know. One zillion times. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of times. And I've seen the lily white nativities. Mm -hmm. I've seen the cotton snow. Mm -hmm. Did not snow there. No. I've seen the sort of sanitizing of the story. And to me, man, this is the point that, that God, who is everything and who has all the options in the world, decides to reveal God's self 
to people who are completely unrespected, right? Unvalued in the world. It's like he didn't waste, God didn't waste any time proving who God was. Amen. And I, I, that is just standing out to me hugely for some reason this year. That's the character that's like, pay attention to me this year. Yeah. As you say that, I'm thinking about Thomas Hardy the, the novels, or, or is it the the simple people were the mm. most joyous of people? But it's such an easy way, yeah. or not easy, but convenient way to. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking a lot this year in the parish about generosity. I think God's calling us to something new here, encouraging us to be generous, to empower people who encounter us to be generous too, and to see how that changes our relationship with God yeah. and with each other. And um, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> Something, there's some connection there for me this year about like who, you know, who is God present in? Who do I need to be paying attention to yeah. this year? Because we talked about when, before, before when Jesus was making miracles, he was talking about to the tax collector and the, right. the poor, the sick, the people, the outcasts of society. And, and it just seemed, what I think what you're saying is he does that right from birth. Yep. Yeah. From, he's, he's here from for, before birth, right? Yeah. He chooses a, a, an unwed teen. Right. You know, for lack of a better word. Yeah. He. So it just, it's a reflective of like who is in our church walls. Yeah. Mm. Are they the Pharisees and, and yeah. Sadducees of today mm-hmm. or are they the shepherds and mm. sick and unwed mothers of yeah. Jesus' time? Yeah, we've talked a lot, even through the Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark does this a lot. All the wrong people see Jesus, mm-hmm. and all the right people miss him, mm-hmm. miss who he really is. And I I want to remember, I mean, I want to be a wrong person. Yeah. Like, I don't want right. to get so comfortable in my Christianity that I stop seeing color on the faces of the people yeah. in the nativity mm-hmm. or... Or start believing the cotton ball snow. I just, right, I, right. I feel like God is calling me back from that. And that's... And, yeah, maybe some pe- people start there. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Even, mm. even in our own church, we can think of like, okay, to me, the right people are the people who show up every Sunday or who donate or mm. who volunteer. Who smell nice. Right. Yeah. But there are people, especially coming on Christmas... This is a thing that happens in parishes, right? They're like, oh man, these Cape Catholics showing up only on Christmas and Ash Wednesday and Palm Sunday and Easter Mm -hmm. and sitting in our seats, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right? And, and it's, I think we have to remember that like these people, like God didn't ask anything of these shepherds, any proving of their worth. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just invited them. That's one of the reasons why I love that we're shifting our church because it's there's no one seats. Yeah, We're that's true. That's true. We're moving home. to our other worship site Wild for Christmas, West. Mm-hmm. right? And it's everyone that's right. Every pew is up for game. Yeah, so. I am kind of loving the blank slateness of this year. Like mm-hmm. because of two years of COVID, there's nothing to measure our success against. Right. So the only meter we can use, the only metric we can use, is are people meeting Jesus? Period. Is it real. Yeah. I don't know how we prove right. that, how we like right. quantify that, but I know that's what can be our only metric this year. And that's scary and liberating. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Just the idea that what, what, why would God do this now? What, why would we have Christmas next? Like why? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's the point? The point, and the point is this lesson that that you're yeah that, that that's that's why right now always new it yeah. was a new message yeah. back then it's a new message now yeah. it happened now it happens now yep yep it will happen now i'm just gonna say what one thing and 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 anytime you have me on the show i'll probably talk about my grandmother who oh. just took me into she taught me my faith in in wonderful ways but the most concrete way was on We'd go to make a visit at St. Anthony Shrine. She lived mm-hmm. in Ball Square in Somerville. So we'd walk down to Porter Square and then get on the train, get to Downtown Crossing, mm-hmm. stop at Macy's, or sure. Jordan Marsh, sure. whatever. Like Fellines. you do. Fellines. Like you do. Fellines. Fellines. <laughs> um, and then we'd go to the shrine and make a visit. That would probably happen first. But the thing that I remember, and I say this all the time, if ever asked about my faith, that she, she my little Polish grandmother, mm. knew everyone along the way and they knew her um not everyone i don't mean to you might want to erase this right. we got gotcha. you we got gotcha. you but the thing the 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 people i remember her talking to were the people that were living on the street mm-hmm. or the people that were working on the train or the the outliers not the other daughters of the american revolution right. or the other short <laughs> right. polish women that we met along the way yeah. that 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 she her grace and her she was the same from the time we left her kitchen to the time when she was lighting the candle mm. to the time when she was talking to the homeless people. It was that woman that whose love I knew. But the, the mm. things I remember most were the people that were contract, the shepherds, the shepherds that we met on the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And actually, that's a perfect connection to my last thing I want to remind you. Um, in verse 10, let me see. An angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This is the Linus speech, by the way, yes. in the Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh-oh. Literally, this is the speech. But uh, one scholar, one other Irish scholar said, do not be afraid is a commonplace kind of phrase uh, in angelic appearances, right? And, and moments when God appears. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid is often said. And... The, the English expression bring good news mm. is a single verb in the Greek. So hmm. tr- like specifically, literally it is, I gospel you. <laughs> yes. Wow. I love I got that. Gospel. I gospel you. I love that. Fantastic. Isn't that so cool? I, this gives me goosebumps. I'm so listener, I gospel you Mm -hmm. this year. I gospel you this Christmas and I invite you. We all invite you to come and be with us in person. Mm -hmm. We have um, masses all at St. James, our giant church. There's lots of space so it will be safe and no one will fight you for your seat. Located on Federal Street in Salem. (laughs) Yeah. Plenty of parking. There's a lift in the front Mm -hmm. for accessibility. The music, of course, will be amazing. Made better by your voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if you can't come for whatever reason, we're going to be streaming it. Yeah, you can check that out on our website and Facebook. MQOA.org slash Christmas mm-hmm. for all the details. We hope you'll come in whatever way you can. Yeah. Shepherd, angel, innkeeper, yeah. imaginary innkeeper. Raisins. <laughs> whatever you got. Bring your raisins. Bring your cotton balls. Be the present. And we're going we're gonna to gospel each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Okay. Yay. Listener, thanks so much for tuning in. We wish you the merriest, holiest, happiest, safest Christmas. 
And we thank you for joining us. Jennifer, thanks for being here. Yay, yes. Merry Christmas, We're everyone. making you this come is back. Great gift. It's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to practice speaking. And Stephen, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Margo. All right. See you next week. MQA Sunday is brought to you by Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish, located in the historic city of Salem, Massachusetts. Your hosts are Margo Morin, Pastor Associate, and Stephen Antonio, the Director of Family Engagement. The show is recorded in Salem, Massachusetts, and edited by the staff of MQOA. The beta lesson is written by Margo Morin. Find out more about Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish on our website, mqoa.org.